I literally watched the halftime show, and then that was it. I literally only watched the halftime show and the fiasco that was the post game, just to see what that would be like. And it was exactly what was delivered: is the cameraman was just on Travis Kelsey as he was just saying hi to random people until he finally found Taylor in the crowd. That's all I was in this for. Am I really loud to you guys? I feel like I'm loud. No, not loud enough, if you ask me. Wow, thank you. Wow. All right. Uh, does everyone have their notes? Everyone know their roles? Everyone? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. You got to talk into your mic. I cannot hear a word you just said. Oh, I said, can I? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. I can't hear myself. Hello? Oh, okay, period. Justin, you don't have any notes under hot takes. Um, Yes, that is correct, because I did not have a hot take until, um, we're not going to talk about how long it took for me to come up with a hot take. Uh, Was it three minutes ago? No, no, it's definitely a double-digit number of minutes ago. <laughs> All right, are we ready to go, guys? See, like I'm going to record, record. Like I'm, I'm, I know I've been recording this whole time, but like we're really going to record. This is the Always More podcast. February 14th, and welcome to Season 4 of the Always More Podcast, where we believe there's always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we are talking about our Season 4 previews, chain-smoking marathons, gold in them, their mountains, hallucinogenic spices, love, the crocodile hunter, and so, so much more. But first, I am your host, Tim Lichty. And guys, we got ourselves a show for you. We have not one, not two, not three, but six guests here today, six co-hosts. Sitting to my right is my best friend in the whole entire world, Christopher Thomas Ford. Hey, guys. What's up? Sitting to my left is our uh, second Gen Z representative. No, third, I guess. I guess all you guys are Gen Z, technically speaking, here. <laughs> yeah. We got Tierra here. Hi, guys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, sitting over here to her left is the man who loves the Chiefs beyond all recognition, and that Ooh, is Jordan. Good one. I love that one. Beyond no, no all insult. recognition? <laughs> yeah, no insult. No, no insult. insult. Yeah, this is great. Uh, joining us from the land that has no hills, that is Harley Bianco. <laughs> There's a mountain. <laughs> and joining us from Barely. the very Barely. cold land of Wisconsin, that is our friend Justin. It was like 40 degrees today. It's not oh, that cold. God. Pretty warm. That's how we're starting this pod. Yeah. <laughs> Man, hey, you're back. I didn't wear a coat today. We're good. Guys, we're this is this is something new. This is uh it's packed. We 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 left season three with all of us together and we have returned. We actually never left each other's sides. We've been <laughs> together since that since, day. Yeah. Yes. It's like a witch's curse that prevents us from leaving. It's <laughs> <laughs> just all together. Every time one We're of us tries to leave, we open the door together. and it's just back into the same room. Yeah. It's like something in a movie. <laughs> that could be a good movie. Horrific. Right? Yeah. I have these good ideas and then I never uh-huh. do anything with them. You need to do something with that. I should write that, it down. That's an episode of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Domain expansion. Yeah. The never ending room. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's in like a mm-hmm. hotel or something. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? No, actually, oh. that is. Um, it's from Chainsaw Man. Now I'm remembering where that's from. Wait, was that Chainsaw Man? It was an episode Man, of Chainsaw you're, Man. You're they right. were in a hotel, right. and every time they left, it they brought them right back to the same place. Right, 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 right. And they stayed overnight in the hotel. Yep. No, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember. No point me writing it down now. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anime, Tim. Anime. Oh, man. We got a little bit of everything on the show. Guys, this is season four. Uh, let's just dive in. We're going to talk about what we got going on for season four. So, uh, long story short, there's a whole bunch of things that we don't know what we're going to do, but there's some things that we do know that we're going to do. That's that's how we like to do this pod. Much like my life, really. That's exactly how I this is I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing my best. <laughs> we are all here for you. So, um... So last season, we basically had four different, I think four different episode types, or maybe three, you know, something around there, where we did Nerd, where we did um, Always More Her, and then we did like regular episodes, and then like guest episodes, and history episodes. Um, yeah, we're kind of changing all that. So we're kind of going back to our two a month or every other week format. Back to our roots. Back to our roots. And uh, basically what we're going to do is about once a month or once every other two weeks, uh, every other four weeks, uh, we are going to have all of us together or at least attempt to have all of us together. And then the other one is where we kind of go random and really have like a random conversation or have guests on or talk about a certain topic that we delight in or who knows, we'll bring some more history stories back in. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what we're thinking about doing. Thoughts, comments, moans or groans? Slay. Slay. (laughs) You know, after thinking about it, I remember this being like an idea that I pitched, but now it just seems like it's really complicated. Let's not do any of that. Let's change everything. I said it. (laughs) I'm not editing it out. (laughs) Delete. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be, uh, but it's going to be fun because we're going to still include segments from Nerd and from Her. We're going to make sure we kind of still highlight those different things, uh, but also just try to do more. And so, I mean, right? Because it's always more. Always you know? more. We're always yeah, doing yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> what I, there. See? I like it. I like it. Yay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. All right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so more guests, more nerd, more women, and just all around more stuff. Uh, but guys, look, it's been a hot minute. Are you guys ready to do one of our best, most favorite segments in the whole entire world? I'm always ready. Yes. It's time for Wreck and Ref. This is the part of the show where we like to recommend something that we liked, saw, ate, embellished, partaken. Partook? Partook? Mm. Partook. I feel like a like a what, what, what was uh, Lord of the Rings? See, uh, Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of a took. Full of a took. <laughs> uh, so for this segment, we're all going to participate and share something that we all liked or something that we uh, want to share with the world. T, you go first. Okay. So my rec and rev for this episode is the book "Before I Let Go" by Kennedy Ryan. It is a romance novel, and its theme is basically a second chance on romance. So Mm. this whole book is about like grief and loss and mental health. And it's the main character is the, the wife. And you kind of just follow her story as she goes through a, like a lot of, I mean, crappy things that happen in most like realistic relationships, you know? And then, um, they slowly, um, she divorces her husband and then goes through all this crap because it will, they went through crap and then they divorced and then they went through more crap. And then she was basically learning that she had to take care of her mental health throughout it all. And then they kind of like, rekindled in the end they didn't get married again but they just kind of like rekindled in the end and at the end she was she felt better you know and it was really i cried i think like once or twice wow it's a nice book and i don't really i'm not an emotional person but i don't know that one just hit different so something to read something to read oh it's a little it's a little spicy too by the way oh okay you should have led with that just a little (laughs) spicy (laughs) now we're in very cool so yeah that's mine 
All right. Look look at look at uh, look at T here with the first one here with a book. Like uh, I know guys. Me reading. <laughs> I don't read. Like I'm an actual writer over here and I I think I've suggested a book maybe twice. Yeah. <laughs> in the four seasons. I don't know. Hey. I guys I don't I do not read, but this is the first book that I could not like put down. I don't know what it was. Was it the spice? It was the spice. <laughs> the spice. <laughs> it, it was it was everything. And the spice included. And the okay. spice. But it was all things. <laughs> yeah. It was just good. Nice. Very good. It's yeah. like a, a book gumbo, if I may. Um, and she's a chef, so there is gumbo. Wow. Wow. See? Yeah. I know what I'm There's talking about. There's a whole about. restaurant and I know everything. what I'm talking yeah. about. Spice Secretly, and spice. I actually read this book. <laughs> you know? Moving along, Chris, you're next. Yeah, so mine is a show I found on Paramount Plus called 1923. Did you watch this before the other one? Which one? Yellowstone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so funny. it's the prequel to Yellowstone. I haven't watched Yellowstone yet. <laughs> I'd do it you too. The prequel? You would watch what's, something no, completely out of order. Dumb, <laughs> what's dumb is there's a prequel to this too that I haven't watched. Oh man. I'm starting in the middle. <laughs> wait, but wait, there's a prequel to Yeah, the prequel? there's a prequel to the prequel. It's like I'm watching Star Wars right now. Oh my gosh. So I was, I'm starting in the middle. I think I'm gonna watch eighteen eighty three next and then watch Yellowstone. But it's uh, it stars Harrison Ford, which is what got me. Uh, Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Um, Jerome Flynn is in it, the guy that played Braun of the Blackwater from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon Sklenner from uh, Westworld. Oh, yeah, I like him. Yeah. So some pretty solid actors. It's a really good show. It's um, Obviously, it's about the year 1923. It follows three different storylines, uh, one of which is Harrison Ford, who is the, the patriarch of this family, uh, his ranch in Yellowstone, Montana. Um his son, Spencer, who went to World War One and is now just like a hunter in Africa, and he finds this woman, they fall in love, and then it follows a native girl who escapes from a residential school. And the three storylines are like loosely intertwined. There's a new season coming out eventually, and I'm guessing that's where they're all going to link up. Uh, but it it's a really intriguing show, and it follows kind of like the Star Wars build, basically, where it the different storylines are like distantly interconnected and you can see how, but they haven't met up yet. Mm. It's really cool. Um, it's kind of hard to watch at some parts because it's brutal. It's violent. And you know, this stuff really happened, especially the residential school stuff and the native American treatment in that time period. It's kind of rough for me to watch, but I really enjoy the show. Great acting, great writing, very realistic from what I know of history. Just a good show all around. I suggest it. Nice. Very cool. Interesting. Moving along, uh, Justin, it's you, man. Yeah, so uh, my recommendation is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, I want to see this so bad. Yes. yes. I have not heard about so, this. What? She's no, lying. I'm so, I'm, no, I'm so freaking Okay, so trailer. first of all, there's wow. a movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith starring Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie where they're both spies. They married each other, but neither of them knows they're spies. That's like the OG? Yeah. And so this is no, like an I think there's actually the OG, an older yeah, there's version. There's an older one. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah the say. TV show from 96. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so this wow. is like a thing, like a thing. It, thing. It's a remake yeah, it's a of a remake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. So this one is starring Donald Glover. Mm. And <gasps> yes. Okay, it's childish. Can't be no homegirl. Drop it like the NASDAQ. I love yeah. Okay, continue. And uh, what's her name? Maya Erskine, who was, um, gosh, what was she in? She was in Obi-Wan. Um, oh, so yeah. It doesn't matter, bro. He's never beating those allegations. 
Donald Glover? I, I, I thought about it when I saw the like, Asian I, girl I, allegations. Yeah. He's never the first never episode. I'm like, yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, what yeah, allegations? What? No, There's allegations know. about Donald Glover and Asian women. Um, but getting back on track, <laughs> okay. Uh, I've only watched it's, the first episode. episode. Okay. Yeah. I've only watched yeah. the first episode. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Tears lost. Um, Hiro Murai, who did a lot of uh, episodes in Atlanta, he directed the first episode. There's definitely like an Atlanta feel for like some of the uh, weird comedic interactions that happen. All right. Um, so yeah, I've watched the first episode. It was great. I'm hoping the rest of the series is that good. Um, but I'm watching it with my girlfriend, so I'll be done in a month or two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, is it, that because it's it, taking forever to release, or just because it takes forever for you to watch those episodes? Oh, no, it's all out. All eight episodes are out already. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, the whole thing. <laughs> my is God. Streaming. But yeah, that's, that, that's what I got. Very nice. Very I'm nice. so excited to watch that. As soon as I saw Donald involved, I was like, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> uh, moving along, Harley. I went and saw The Boys in the Boat on Christmas Day Ooh. with mm. Hunter's family. It's just white historical film as <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, it's about So some... inaccurate AF. That's crazy. I'm sure it was. That's crazy. <laughs> um, it's pretty much about like this group of guys, 1920s, I think. Please, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds about right. I know you will. Um, oh, but take. well, actually, <laughs> look it up. I then. think it's in the 1920s because it's during, or it's the 30s. 30s because it's during like the Great Depression. And so basically nobody has any money. It's these boys who are going to this university and they are joining the boating team. That's not the correct terminology, but because it, it like pays, it's paying them a like as a job team? rowing. Thank <laughs> there you. We go. Who's the um, yeoman? The what? The yeoman. Is that a position on yes. the boat? Is that the no captain? Idea. No, they're the ones that are actually rowing. Oh, I thought they all row. No. Most of them row. There's one guy who kind of like tells them where to row and how, what no, move. So no. that's the captain. Um, He's like the captain pretty much. I follow actually one of those on TikTok. Oh, they're, that's pretty cool. They're a non-binary, uh, whatever <sighs> you call it, on a men's rowing team. They're called humans. That's No, geez. the name of the position. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, it's go called on. a human. Ah. Basically, it's about how <laughs> this, like, poor school is going to go to the Olympics in Germany. And it definitely was right before World War II because Hitler was the guy in charge. 36. Um, thank you. So, yeah, coxswain. that's really it. And then that's they, the they it. win the Olympics. It's a coxswain. The person that You interrupted the woman go. talking. I'm sorry. That's okay. Really. You had to get it out there. I respect it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was like, it was good for what it was. It's pretty cool. It's just like one of those things where it's like uplifting, motivational, historical drama. Mm. So that's pretty nice. But not like fictional. It's based off a real story. Based on yeah. love. Yeah. Cool. 
How loosely, I'm not sure. But I mean, who was a film? I have like this whole category on my on my um, on my server of like historical films and then historical fiction, and there is a very thin line between the two that I have on there. There's you'd be mm-hmm. surprised a lot of the history films that you've seen on like TV or whatever are pretty like nah, it didn't really happen that way. For instance, Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> good yes. one, buddy. Good one. <laughs> historical good, good. fiction for sure. Um, yes. moving along. Speaking of fiction, uh, Jordan, what you got? I have another Netflix show. Uh, it's called Beef, and it is all based yes. on road rage. Uh, it starts <gasps> from road that. rage. Uh, you know, you ever been in the parking lot, like of a grocery store, and you're backing out, and you don't see the person that's coming forward, and there's just honking. It literally starts from that. <laughs> um, but you think, like, I'm thinking, like, initially watching it, like, oh, this is just gonna be a back and forth, like, like road rage. Have you guys seen that movie that was like based on like a whole thing where the guy chased the girl the oh, entire Oh, the one with uh, Russell Crowe? Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be that, but it was, like, way more intense. So it's literally, like, eight episodes of, like, not just Road Rage, but them just going back and forth. So eight episodes of public freakouts. Literal beef. Beef. Like, they got beef. beef. It just gets deeper and <laughs> it deeper. It gets deeper and deeper, and they're trying to top each other, but they're all they're struggling with their own lives, and it's it's really good. Like, I think it had, like, a really good rating on um, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Are you sure you're mad about the parking space? This seems more like it's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> legit, legit. Because you it, got it, something it else goes, going on you want to talk about. It goes so deep. Like They're just crazy. What, yeah, they're both of them. Wow. So it's Jeez. really good. It's good. Look, if I, need I mean, beef, didn't I they win like hella awards oh, at yes. the Oscars yeah. or something? I think they won 14. Jeez. Yeah. 98% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Yeah. It's really good. Wow. I might have to check it out. Now I've got to check it out, yeah. Also, Justin, I just noticed your sweater, dude. I'm loving it. Justin? Thank you. Oh, you're yeah, I, yeah. I forget that you have the screen over here, too, because <laughs> yeah. you threw me off. You're looking over here. <laughs> like, sir, that is Jordan. <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. Got the black people confused. I'm not the one that confuses black people, <laughs> I know Tim. No, you're not. No, you're not. He's not. <laughs> hey, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, I want you to know that despite changing jobs multiple times, I still get called Jordan all the time. Wow. <laughs> With different people from a different place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every job, there's always a Jordan, and I always get called Jordan. It's just because people see, like, black guy, Michael Jordan. Yes, literally. You must yeah. be Jordan. Oh. And you're in that area, too. Like, you know, I bet there's, yeah, a whole city full of Jordans in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Oh. All Did right. you say Illinois? Jordan Sear? Illinois. With an S. Illinois. It's Illinois. the Illinois. I hate you all. <laughs> <He's in Wisconsin. laughs> Moving along, <laughs> uh, to uh, add to this whole historical uh, wreck and revs that we got going on today, uh, Society of the Snow, a uh, bunch of white guys. Uh, it was the, about the uh, Uruguayan. Tim, we have to do better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's not wrong. White people. <laughs> she's not wrong, guys. Uh, we are the problem. <laughs> Watching 1923 has proven that to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, in October 13, 1972, the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 chartered to take a rugby team to Chile. Chile, uh, cre- uh, Chile. 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 Crashes into a glacier in the heart of the Andes, and uh, they basically have to survive. And spoiler alert, not all of them do. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, after a plane crash, I wouldn't expect all of them to. Yeah. 
Uh, it's very interesting. It's a really well-made movie. Uh, out of like all the Survivor movies that I've seen online and elsewhere, it's really, really fascinating. It's on Netflix too, and it's really well acted. Um, it's just like it's like one of those Survivor films where you could expect it to go a certain way, and it doesn't. It just does it really well, and so I really enjoyed it. There's another podcast that was talking about this show. Uh, y S K. You should know. The two guys, like one of them's a black guy that doesn't know anything about the world, and the other one's a white guy that just always is trying to correct him. And oh. he, he was Are you like, trying to say something about our friendship? Well, yes, but no. <laughs> he was uh, the the guy. Uh, I think it's Cameron or the other one. I I don't remember. One of them's named Cameron, but he was like, "Hey, man, do you think?" And he was like, "Immediately, no. Whatever you're about to say, no." It's like, no, no. Do you think, like, in that situation, I would survive? Not at all. <laughs> You're the first one gone. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, hey, we're moving along. And in the next few segments, in order to shorten some time up, uh, we are taking turns. So, like, not all of us will participate in every segment. And Ooh. that's good because uh, this would take way too long, as we are just now experiencing. So, coming up next, it used to be Harley's, but now it's everyone's hot takes. <laughs> but, Harley, you're still a part of our lives. Yay! I would argue one of the most important parts. Yes, uh, uh, oh. I would like to remind the audience, and I'm, it's, it's no surprise to them. Um, Janelle made a comment the other day, re- reinforcing the statement that she would not be listening to this podcast were it not for you. Uh, you're the so. main. You're the reason my wife listens to this podcast. Damn, that's pretty slay. Uh, in fact, I had a I had a coworker. Uh, I she she recently started listening to the podcast. And so she like started like literally episode one, and I was like, "Hey, why don't you like listen to season three? And she goes, "Okay." So she starts listening to the episode. She goes, "Oh, this is so much better." Yeah, there's a girl in here now. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so crazy. It's that feminine energy we needed. We needed it. Yes. Absolutely. Now right. we have double. That's true. It's double now. Period. Oh, I forgot uh. you're talking about me. I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> to be fair, we did also double the masculine energy. So, oof. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of us should quit. Yeah. But at least, oh, it, no. at least there's only goes. one white guy. <laughs> Nose goes. That's true. There's only one white true. guy. There's a win. Hey, there's there you a go. <laughs> <laughs> Not a win. When the white people are the minority, that's when you know it's a win. <laughs> Justin, you're up. <laughs> uh, actually, Chris is Chris is up. I need Chris to go first. It makes sense. Oh, okay, Chris, go first. Oh, you want me to go first? All yeah. right, my hot take, bring back Celebrity Deathmatch. I don't know if the Gen Zers are old enough for that show. Nope. But there was a show on, <laughs> I want to say it was MTV a long time ago, called Celebrity Deathmatch. Yes. Where they would pick random celebrities, make clay animation dolls out of them, oh, and have them yeah. fight to the death. I forgot about that thing. I say bring it back. But here's the catch. We're not using clay animation anymore. <gasps> make them actually fight to the death. Oh, that should be like rich people. Like no, I, I there was like there was a thing. Elon Musk was gonna fight. Um, oh, uh, Zuckerberg. What, was it Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, and they they just been talking about it, and it's been on Twitter and Facebook, and yeah, but they never actually did. I want to see them actually fight to the death. Yeah, Elon, <laughs> Elon would definitely I want win. Didn't Zuckerberg tear his like ACL or something. I don't know. I don't he care. Got injured. Elon Zuckerberg is smaller. Like Elon Musk has mass and reach but zuckerberg's got like skill like he's training i, feel like I put my mind that'd be a good bet. what so do you mean training like, like he, he like he's goes a to black like, belt in jujitsu yeah. yes. oh not to be reckoned with. and elon what's he do but 
He makes Jesus rockets. Nothing. Makes rockets. Elon yeah. just makes rockets. Makes rockets. He can't. Nah, he can't pull an Iron Man in this. He's gone. It's Zuckerberg. He's finna like do something I, with his no, kneecaps. No, I would put my money on Zuckerberg for sure. That's crazy. I did not know that. I would also Whoa. like, if the the tables were going too hard, I would bet for Elon Musk, just to make him feel like he's got a chance to get him to fight. It would be <laughs> worth. It would be worth losing that money to me. Mm. I want celebrity death matches between like Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Hey. I want to see them go at it. I want Zendaya to knock the hell out of Selena Gomez. I love them both. Why Zendaya? I love what them both. What does she have to do with any no, of no, this? No, no, no. I just want celebrities to fight. I don't you care know, who. You know, the internet would who. break. The internet would break if Selena and Hailey Bieber had to fight. Ooh. I'd pay for that. I would pay per view for that. <laughs> The internet would Everybody probably would, break. Yeah. I don't even think, Justin. like, as we're going on, I don't even think this is a hot take anymore. I think <laughs> more people agree with me than I realized. Yeah. Yes. But not I want to see it's just a take. any celebrities fight. I mean, if Zuckerberg's in there, he's going to win easily. It depends on Mr. who the billionaires Zuckerberg. are. Zuckerberg. Yeah. That man is a robot. Have you seen the, the <laughs> princess? <laughs> I, have, hold I, on. Uh, what's, is, I think it's, like, one of the princes of Qatar is, like, a straight-up monster. He's, like, 6'9", and... 480 pounds of solid muscle. Like, what the world? He looks like the Hulk. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Justin, you're up next. <laughs> um, all right. So, my hot take is inspired by uh, David Zasloff of Warner Brothers, who has been single handedly ruining my streaming experience. <laughs> um, piracy. Piracy needs to come back. My man. Like, my man. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I want so here. Here's what's happened to me in the past six months. My Disney Plus subscription went from like, I don't know, it jumped up like forty or sixty dollars a year. Literally, Amazon is now adding uh, ads unless you pay an extra three dollars a month. Um, Hulu and Disney Plus are now cracking down on password sharing the same way Netflix did. Yes. Oh yeah, and I'm like, what? What? It's too much. It's too much. It's way too much. And then you got Warner Brothers with their Max mm-hmm. app that's just like, hey, we're going to release a show. We're going to delete it like the next day. Uh, we're going to produce movies. We're going <laughs> to throw them away. Literally. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Not to mention the sheer amount of content that isn't, you just can't legally find anywhere unless you find like an ancient DVD at like a, thrift store or some shit no your local library probably has one uh my local library is unfortunately too new which is a weird thing to say for like finding old things oh um when it comes to movies and stuff but anyways point being piracy needs to come back because all of these people are like yeah we need to make more money and nah i'm 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 out i'm out i'm out we need to share each other's plexus account let's do this thing Mine is still non-existent. It's, there's, it's in the works. There is a guy on uh, TikTok, Mace Awindu, who he has this like this hilarious bit where people will talk to him about prices of stuff raising, or like they'll send him those notices or whatever, or it'll he'll just be like reading a Warner Brothers announcement about stuff like that, and as he's doing it, he's slowly putting on like pirates gear, like putting on a pirate hat, <laughs> and, like, the vest, and the eye patch. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Just mind your business. Slight <laughs> so disclaimer, though, with my, with I was my hot take. I was literally thinking the same thing. Uh, I was going to say, 
support your your local artists, support your indie artists, you support oh, yeah. your small no. businesses. Small business, local artists, indie artists, you, you got to get that stuff from oh, the yeah. source. Screw UMG. Yes. UMG, David Tosh, yes. Stinky Touches, burn it to the TikTok. ground. Yeah. These are not like bad Everything hot takes. Needed. I don't think these are really hot takes. These are just like. These are I, lukewarm takes. Yeah, these like I'm on board takes. for these things. Like, yeah, this is not controversial to me. Like, I'm on board. Oh, no. People are secretive about piracy. I'm like, nah, be open about it. Yeah. Get a t-shirt. Put a bumper sticker on your car. I don't, don't care. <laughs> Tell sticker. everybody. If they don't catch you in the app, they the can't message. do anything about it. <laughs> Torrance, man. Do they even put those um those warnings before films anymore? You wouldn't steal like, a car. Piracy is a crime. <laughs> you wouldn't download a car. Fuck you, I would. I would I absolutely download the car. Come on. A hundred percent download a car. This is just a public service now. Uh, we need to make those look, things bro, like a thing again. Look, like, yes. <laughs> Amazon, I don't know if you guys are aware, Amazon is selling Hyundai's now. For real? Like, like you can buy a Hyundai right off of Amazon. Oh, wow. So now I'm thinking, like, all these 43% off coupons, like, how do I make that apply? <laughs> <laughs> discount apply. Discount yeah. apply. Discount apply. <laughs> like, you know, those that where they're like, yeah, if you see a code that's like, lost 10%, you get 10% off, try lost 90% because a lot of times programmers will try codes out and then not erase them. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes wow. it works. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that for cars. You never know. Wow. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know. It's like code HPMD Hyundai 98%. Try it. Try it. It might work. Never you know. might get a $40,000 car for 200 bucks. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We are carrying this along. Our next segment of the show is a, is a legendary one. It's a classic. It is... What did I miss? <laughs> Yes, this is the part of the show where we like to mention some news that you probably didn't hear about. Today, I'm starting off with uh, with a good one. Um, so, in an article by Dan Blicky in the Toronto Sun, being in a good enough shape to complete a full 26.2-mile marathon at 52 years old is impressive. You guys ever run a marathon? Yes. Hell no. Never. Not on purpose. No. Not on purpose. You can't no. be doing that kind of cardio. No. I got time for that. No. no. I ain't running for free. I uh, ran a marathon <laughs> once, but for most of it, I was in a car. Well, well yeah. That's not working. He continues to say, to do it in three hours and 33 minutes is even more impressive. 52-year-old, uh, three-hour marathon is pretty impressive, right? <gasps> That's an angel number, 333. I guess. Slay. Go for him. Slay. Slay. And to do so <laughs> while chain smoking the entire race is downright insane. That's right, guys. We got ourselves a chain smoker marathon runner. Huh. All right. I'm down for that. Who would have thought? <laughs> I don't I don't have words. Uh, I'm like trying to die on purpose or like what? This is he what says, a maybe man... the next one will get me. <laughs> Just keep on running. This is what a man named Uncle Chen did during the, I cannot pronounce this word, uh, Xiamen Marathon in China earlier this year. But apparently, all of his effort is for naught because he has been disqualified. What? <laughs> what? Now run my nigga his trophy. Run my man his trophy. <laughs> so, uh, reportedly, smoking on the track was the reason for disqualif- disqualification. That's not even right. <laughs> If that's how that man gets down, let him live his life. So Uncle Chid crossed the finish line just five minutes slower than his 328 finish from two years ago and placed 574th out of more than 1,500 runners this year. That's wild. He has... (laughs) 
<laughs> That's wild. That's crazy. He has been at this for a while, too. Uncle Chin was first photographed during the 2018, again, I'm sorry for the mispronunciation here, Gongzu Marathon, which he completed in three hours and 36 minutes. He completed at the same marathon a year later, finishing four minutes better at 332. He previously has uh, had been allowed to complete while keeping up his bad habit. In other words, this is not his first rodeo. He's been like running and chain smoking marathons for a while now. This is his thing. He's and alive. His first rodeo. Um, but the Chinese Athletics Association implemented a new rule last year in an effort to promote healthy participation in curb smoking during uh, into curb smoking during events. I just want to know: Were there other people doing this <laughs> that were just maybe weren't doing as well? He's like, you, you know what? This guy's getting too good. Could you imagine though, like <laughs> being five seventy five in that race, like? <laughs> You're training for months for this marathon. That's crazy. You're eating healthy. That's crazy. You're doing everything you can to be in That's the best crazy. shape of your life. And you get passed by some 50-year-old chain smoker. Dude. Like, as he's Dude. smoking a cigarette, he just looks back he at you and just He blows the like, smoke in your face. <laughs> and then just throws it. Throws wild. it back at you and hits you in your knee. And you're like, ah! That's crazy. That's funny. So, uh, I felt, but it's like this reminded me of your comment the other day, Chris, about like, what if we had an Olympics where it was like everyone is like, like put on drugs, like to their maximum capability? I feel like this is like the opposite. It's like, what if you're doing everything opposite? Like, you're trying your worst and still, how good can you get? Look, I feel like they should have stuff like that, like a normal people Olympics, a spiked Olympics, and then like, like the worst teams in the league should play a Super Bowl as well. <laughs> Like the regular bowl. The regular bowl. <laughs> loser is deemed the worst team in the league. That's funny. I'd the loser bowl. bowl. I would watch bowl. that before I watch the Super Bowl. I think that'd be more fun, honestly. The subpar bowl. The subpar bowl. <laughs> the mid bowl. <laughs> the mid bowl. Nice. <laughs> uh, so that's my uh, what did I miss? Uh, Tierra, you are up next. Okay, guys. I have an article, and it is titled... <laughs> Elmo takes a turn as a therapist after asking, how is everybody doing? That was, oh. that was a sad, sad tweet for me. Oh, no. This is funny because I literally looked up weird news. as if This is the first article that I found. So this is just piece like icing on the cake. Mm. So it says, <clears throat> at first glance, it might have looked like a run of the mill social media check in. How is everybody doing? But the message came from Elmo, the furry red friend to kids, Muppets, and anyone else. And Elmo is Except known. Except Rocco. Not Except Rocco. Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> not Rocco. Yo, gang gang in this house, we are not down with Rocco. Nobody's down with Rocco. If you're down with Rocco, we're not Rocco's down with you. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Elmo is known on Sesame Street and beyond for his capacity to care. So the responses flooded in on X, which everybody knows is Twitter. And Instagram threads and Facebook and conversations sparked on Reddit and elsewhere. Elsewhere, people unburdened themselves, and Elmo took it all in. Oh, it was on so X, sad. On <laughs> X alone, Elmo's question received 180 million views by midday Wednesday. Oh, oh wow! So he My said, goodness. Elmo tweeted. He said, "Elmo, just checking in. How is everybody doing?" <laughs> And some people responded, just on my way to buy some balsamic vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> to which Elmo responded, Elmo hopes it's yummy. Other oh. people responded, I'm doing okay. Hope you are too. Another commenter said, Elmo loves you. Um, 
Others people, other people wished Elmo a happy Friday, etc., etc. But then Elmo echoed this question on X and other platforms on Monday, and things took a turn. Oh no! Not well, Elmo. They done raised rent and everything at this point. I'm coming to live with you on Sesame Street. Yeah. Elmo would love that. Hashtag neighbors. <laughs> so I said, Elmo, I'm having a rough time. Love you, though. And then Elmo says, Elmo hopes you're doing okay. Elmo loves you today and every day. Oh. So people were just trauma dumping, essentially, on Elmo from Sesame Street. But Elmo was there to be the therapist for the world. <laughs> so shout out to Elmo for the free therapy because nobody can afford it right now. Let's be real. It's like Steve. Bro. <laughs> yeah. It was so, <laughs> so dark. <laughs> People were like getting crazy sad with it. It was like, yo, they found me guilty. Uh, <gasps> my wife left me. Oh um, my God. Like my dog died. It, it was all kinds of bad stuff, dude. It was so bad. when did it like Aww. simmer out? That's what I want to know. When did people just I stop? I think he made like a post like the next day or something. Hey guys. Uh. Elmo appreciated all of your. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And it was just like, I think it was a photo of Elmo holding like a, holding something. It could have been like his dog or whatever, but he's like sitting there smiling. (laughs) The caption was so funny. But yeah, he was like, ah, have you? (laughs) Anyone else watch those TikToks from Steve? Anyone? Uh, From Blue's Clues? Yeah. Yeah. I see him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. When he like blew up again. <clears throat> yeah. One of those made me cry. I remember that. It was a really weird day. Because cause he, just, he just listens. And it's just like, oh, Steve, let me tell you, buddy. <laughs> 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 let me tell you. <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> you know what? I feel like the guy that is the puppeteer for Elmo, his name has to be Steve. Because that's like the top tier name for men. <laughs> like you know you had like Karen for women that's like the worst. Steve is the opposite of that. Yes. Steve is his, Steve is a good, a good one. guy. Yeah. Nobody uh, I know a Steve. Oh, is he good? Uh-oh. No. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Does he go by Steve or does he go by Steven? Cuz there's a difference. Oh yeah. Mm. Is his name um, actually Steve? I he goes by By what? So. Huh? Steve. Oh. My brother's he's name is Steven. He's just trying to take the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my Steve, brother doesn't Stevens. go by Steve. Yeah, I get you there. But Steve's? Steven's just sound evil. <laughs> Steven. <Yeah>. Steven. <laughs> What's not clicking? By the Steven way, the guy who who uh, controls Elmo, his name is Kevin. Wow. It's close. Kevin. It's close. It's Kevin pretty neutral. S- Kevin and Steve it's, are, yeah, it's not are bad. similar. Nah, Kevin sounds Kevin sus. Bacon? <laughs> Kevin, yeah. Nah, this Kevin's black. Oh, Go Kev. He's safe. <laughs> Go Kev. Yeah, we all knew Elmo was black. It's like right now he can't, but when he gets a little older, he's going to say the N-word. <laughs> oh. He's going to be fine. He's yeah. only three and a half. Is he really only three and a half? Yeah, yeah. That's canon? Yeah, Seriously? that's canon. He just turned three and a half, which means that a year in the life of a Muppet <laughs> yeah. is 38. Uh, no, sorry, 70, what is it, 76 76 human years is one Muppet year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they did the math. Because he's he uh, came out as three years old 38 years ago. It was his third birthday. So now he's three and a half, which means 38 years have passed, which means 76 years for a full Muppet year. Don't ask me how I know the math. So he started as a three-year-old yeah. is when Correct. he was introduced? Yeah. Hmm. He was introduced as a three-year-old, and recently he turned three and a half. 
Uh, I don't like that. That's, <laughs> that's that weird. just means that Elmo's going to outlive me, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh. Elmo is immortal. Elmo is to us what we are to dogs. It's just a burning <laughs> Elmo. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Kevin, Kevin's done. He's retired from Elmo. No, oh, Kevin. Kevin. I love, now. That, I love that we all collectively fell in love with Kevin like a second ago. Yes. And now that we know he's retiring, we're all like, not Kevin. Not Kevin. He was nah, the best he retired like 10 years ago. Kevin. a guy named Ryan. Ryan Dillon. Ryan? Ew, he sounds white. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Dillon. Why do you have two first names? Why are as they your two first white and first middle names? names? <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh, man. Oh, white people. Elmo right, is sentient. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> On that note, guys, we are moving along. We got some love to talk about in this next segment, so we will be right back. Right back, right back. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at at AlwaysMorePod. If you'd like to ask us a question for us to answer on the pod, you can email us at AlwaysMorePodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call us on our AlwaysMore hotline and leave a voicemail question at 254-218-4042. You can also follow all of our social medias individually and as the AlwaysMore podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to it. Guys, it is no coincidence that we have an episode titled Always More Love. Because today is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Uh, Unless you're listening to it after our release date, in which case, whatever day it was, was Valentine's Day. But still, still happy Valentine's to you. I mean, the Valentine's isn't just stuck on one day. I mean, it shouldn't be. Just one day. No, No. I mean, there's love. The only time you can show love is on Valentine's Day. Well, Chris, I feel sorry for Janelle. (laughs) Right? You want to know what I learned today? What'd you learn? I learned that Mistress's Day is the day before and after Valentine's Day. Wow. That's funny. Oh, my God. And, and that's always a really interesting time to go out to restaurants and, like, mm. people watch. <gasps> Probably oh. gave me an idea. That is so... <laughs> You're welcome. You should make that a date. Thank that you. sounds so interesting. Write that down. Write that down. People watching. <laughs> That's crazy. No, what you need to do is on Valentine's Day go out people watching, but just look for people wearing purple. Ooh. Yes. Or, or black. Yes. Why? I know. Because exactly those where are you're the people that are protesting Valentine's uh-huh. Day. One thousand percent. Why do people protest Valentine's Day? Because like, I understand. they don't have purple. a love on Valentine's bitter. Day. But that's just like <sighs> they're bitter and jealous or just sad. Ugh. Valentine's the nowadays, Valentine's isn't even about like couple romance it's just about like loving love. people around you that's because nowadays yeah. people can't afford Says the people to be in a relationship in a couple hey <laughs> even before i was in a relationship i did galentine's day yeah i still do I galentine's day i did valentine's day no we're you, saying galentine's out, yeah even outside of like being in a couple i still did valentine's day i would just pick somebody oh that's sweet She's like yeah you look like you tell me I wasn't we the only one? Date. Oh. Christopher. I gave you Valentine's. You're, he took you out on Mistress's Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. 
That's wild. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think so I like, actually did once. I think you probably did. I'm pretty wow. sure I did. I, I took you out. Probably when I was third wheeling back the in the day. After. <laughs> Or the day before. That's crazy. No, I know for a fact I took you the day before once. We went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's How sweet. romantic. It uh, was very romantic. They asked very. us if we were gay. We get that a lot. We d- Oh, guys. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So, if uh, Maria, if you're listening, I, I'm talking about you. <laughs> but, guys, one of the people that was just really listening to our podcast, is, like I said, she started with episode one. And, like, she knows me pretty well. Mm-hmm. But she goes, so she starts listening to it, and she goes, are you and Chris gay? And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thank you very much, but no. He made it very clear that I'm not his type, and I'm still bitter about that. But it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. That doesn't make any sense, though, because you guys always used to say, well, I'm sorry. You guys always used to say that you, didn't you guys, like, marry each other's, like, you you are yeah, attracted no, to people just, that are the I, same personality. Personality-wise, personality wise, yes. yes. Physically, though, he's not my type. He's a little too masculine. Oh. Mm. What do you want to wear, a freaking miniskirt? Like, what? Yes. Oh. No, Harley's absolutely right. What did Harley say? That tends to be a twink. (laughs) 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 Just wait, you. Just wait, you. Just wait. You going to shave? Give him a couple months. You going to shave? Yo, that's... (laughs) (laughs) He who cleans house expects visitors. That's what Hunter told me. All right, guys. Wow. Let's move along here. <laughs> That's a Confucius quote, apparently. We want to talk about a few of our favorite love things, uh, including this first part is our greatest love moments or dates. Uh, let's just we got we everyone kind of wrote things down. That's what we were doing. So, oh, <laughs> uh, guys, we have an order, but there is no order. So if everyone wants to chip in and say what your favorite moments or acknowledgments of love out there, I'm gonna start first. I'm just gonna get this thing rolling. Um, I have been have had the pleasure of witnessing one of my favorite relationships in the whole entire world, and that is Christopher Thomas. Ford and his wife Janelle Saffron Ford. Um, yes, uh, I remember when Chris met Janelle. I wasn't there, but I remember when he started talking about her all the time. And ever since then, he respectfully and in a kind manner uh, pursued her, even when she was dating a asshat of a guy uh, who should not be named. Look, since day one, I was trying to put them titties in my mouth. <laughs> My oh God. my God! Respectfully, take him out. Take him out. <laughs> you are done. Respectfully, I would like to. Yeah, no. You're done. I would like to go back to ten seconds ago when I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm oh sorry, gosh! Dude. I'm sorry. She's gonna murder you after she hears that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what a heavenly Rest way in peace. to die. Death by snooze too. Death. Bye, Snoo, Snoo. Uh, on a real note, I love them, and they're awesome, and I've loved seeing their relationship build over the years. And uh, as Chris gets more bold, Janelle gets uh, more courageous and violent towards him, and that's always fun to see. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I got. All right. Try to call out names. Yeah. I would say Harley. I'm going to go. Yeah, there um, we go. That was a teacher moment. You Love call when I've gone to... Popcorn. <laughs> oi! 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 Sorry. Sorry. Oi. Sorry. Go Sorry. on, Harley. I love when I've gone to weddings and I can see, like, the genuine love they have for each other is, like, palpable mm. in, like, the ceremony. It's almost and disgusting. <laughs> and I yeah. love it. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. Same. And it, they're just so happy. 
And especially when the you can tell the day isn't like stressful for them. Oh yeah, like they're just vibing, mm-hmm. just living their best life. And I I'm feel like, like, that's how my wedding was. Beautiful, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, I beautiful. love that. I didn't get to see that. Oh, <laughs> look, we weren't like get remarried. 12. Oh, we plan to actually. <gasps> actually, wait, was I really? Would I have been twelve? No, no, not twelve. <laughs> wait, really? Close, what year though. did you get married? Uh, 10 years ago. 14, 14. Oh, so, yeah, would have been 14. close. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think we had just met you. Aw. Because you had come to our house for one of Tim's youth group things. You came to Tim and my house. Oh, yeah, we did. One of our youth group things. Yeah. Hey, I also got married in 2014. Nice. Wow. Yep, not still married, but hey, you know. Hey, I've, <laughs> yeah, you know. Sh- cheers, buddy. One and two. 2014, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a year. Anyways, sorry to bring so, everything down. Um, so, one of my favorite uh, love stories outside of my own personal relationship. Um, I really like the Irwin's love story. Oh, I yes. love the Irwin's. Yes. Um, Steve Irwin and his <laughs> wife, whose name I'm blanking on right now. Mm. Um, the crocodile wait, wait, hunter. Wait, what did you just say? No, I like it. Sounds like Steve just, Irwin, the crocodile <gasps> hunter. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. Crikey, she's a like, oh It was gosh. clicking, but it wasn't clicking. I'm sorry. I, That's I, fine. I know. It I happens. Know. It's been a long time, and you were young. Yes. Um. So one of the one of my favorite things is that. He passed away a long time ago. Terry. And Terry, thank you. Oh, that was going to drive me crazy. Uh, Terry I was say, has I been think interviewed it with like, so many times. And they're like, well, are you ever going to get it back out there and get dating again? And her response is, you know, I found my one true love. He passed. That was it for me. Aww. No man will ever mm-hmm. live up to Steve. And I'm done. I love that. Actually. And if I die, I want that to happen for Janelle. She's never going to remarry. She just loves me so much. Um, if something happens to her. I don't think that's what Steve would have said. No, absolutely it's not. But Steve is a better man than I am. Um, (laughs) If something happens to her, God forbid, I am absolutely going to have to remarry. Not for love. I won't be for love. It'll be for money, 100%. Mm, Uh, Money and caretaking because I will not make it without her. 100%. If she's gone, I'm going soon after. (laughs) We got to move in together, buddy. (laughs) either heartbreak or I'm just not going to be able to take care of myself. Either way. So you have a child. Yep. And hopefully if something happens to Janelle, she will be self-sufficient by that time. Because Oh my God. Uh, she's got godparents. Me. Look, she's got good godparents. Uh, Tim can take care of her or my brother in law can take care of her. Like she'll be fine. <laughs> um Chris is just gonna give up. He's just like, I'm out. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. If she's gone, I'm logging out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It is what it is. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, and the reason being would be my other thing is like for one of my favorite love things is just in my relationship. It's the little things that we do. Like I make her coffee in the morning a lot of times. I don't even drink coffee. I just make her coffee. She makes me tea a lot of times. Or like when I came home, she said, hey, I feel like you want an omelet. And I had been thinking about omelets all day. She just knew that, and she made me an omelet. So I ate an omelet for dinner, and I'm very happy with that omelet. Um, Last time I was in the hospital, I woke up, and she was singing to herself. 
I love that. She didn't even realize I was awake. I heard her. I don't even know if she was, knew she was singing. It's the little things. I like that stuff. So that's oh, that's guys. mine. I love that. Adorable. I love love. Beautiful. It makes me want to just. <laughs> love love. love. That's beautiful. Just Actually, um, <laughs> we, we had just watched an episode of 1923 where two characters were talking. And it was a similar situation that Janelle and I had found ourselves in a while back. And what he was saying was supposed to be like one of the greatest love moments of that show. And everybody talks about it in the reviews and they're like, Oh, that was so perfect. That's the conversation we had. Mm. Like I was just, it was the same conversation we had had. And I was like, Oh, that's us. That's that stuff, you know? So Mm. that's what I got next. Beautiful. Anyone else? Georgian. Georgian. Is this greatest love moments or greatest like dates? Because I see dates and either either or. Okay, well, my idea for like love moments and dates is the spontaneous times that we don't plan anything. Mm. Um, Which could be the smallest to biggest things, uh, going on big days, going somewhere, traveling, or just sitting in the house or just driving, spontaneous, always on the run. Uh, I like it. For those of you that aren't watching, Jordan is slowly leaning towards Tierra, and I think that's adorable. I see it. No. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> <super> <laughs> oh, it's this is my favorite adorable <laughs> moments. Go get married or something. Disgusting. <laughs> time. Almost there, Start guys. Start the countdown. Four oh, wait. Minutes. I have one more thing. Okay. Slay. Oh, I just wanted to say um, Jim and Pam. I yeah. think they're adorable. Yes. Yeah. That's a Jim good one. Adorbs. Agreed. That's a good one. All right, we're moving along. Anyone else got anything to say about that? No. All right. Uh good. Wait, was that something? No? You're just saying no? No, he said no. Oh, okay. Uh greatest romantic movie shows, books, music, or anything else like of the sort. Harley. Oh. Jim and Pam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> moving on. Wait, no. Pride and Prejudice. Oh, have, that movie. Have you yeah. seen Hell. the 2005 version? Ah. Yes. Ooh. I'm so good. not a fan. Hot take. Pride Never seen Darcy's. Pride and Prejudice. Oh. You know it was a it's book not before like, that. You know, yeah, I know it's a book too, but I don't read. Fair. So. I feel like that's a very white thing, though, to be fair, Yara. Yeah. Pride Fast. and Prejudice? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so white. So. Yes. Is it like olden days it's, type stuff? When yes. I was in eighth yep. grade, we had to read Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility. Mm-hmm. And then I think in 10th grade, I had to read Wuthering Heights, yep. which are like the three greatest love stories ever written according to literature. Mm. I cannot stand it. It's all I white people. I thought that was Shakespeare. Shakespeare. What am I trying to say? Romeo and Juliet. I thought no, that Romeo was one of the Juliet's greatest. not a love story. It's I know, a tragedy. They, well, That's a yeah, tragedy. but don't people say it's a love story too? They do because yeah. they're wrong. Uh, he met that girl facts. like two days before he killed himself for her. Yeah, I mean, I thought I always thought it was stupid. I was just asking. That's if it just was one teenage of hormones. They were yeah. like, it's a divine comedy. I think it's Juliet supposed to be was satirical. like thirteen, and Romeo was like seventeen. That's wild. Yeah, that is wild. Could you imagine being a senior in high school and killing yourself over an eighth grader? Oh, uh, yeah. When you put it that way, that's it's disgusting. Yikes. It's a little weird. Sorry, that, I was going to that's say my hot um, take of the day, Romeo and Juliet sucked. I was going to say Love <laughs> Actually, which is really good. Oh yeah, really, really good. Love Actually, but yeah, that one came out uh, probably like two thousand five question mark. 
Who knows? <laughs> um, but there's this one cup when Snape was cheating on his wife, and I was like, ah, hard pass. Mm. But it's the actor who plays Snape. But anyways, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, I got three things for consideration. Oh, Justin, you got you want to go first? Oh, yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. Um, mine is uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane in My the man. comics. Hell yeah. Like, Let's talk about they, what for a second. I mean, I think that they are the the best couple in all, of, in all of comicdom. Like, I mean, the love and the trust and the independence and... You know, the way they overcome protection, like from both of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Lois knows his secret. And as the greatest reporter in the world has never once even let it slip. Yeah. That's not entirely true. uh, But yeah, fair. But there's a whole time a secret identity was public. And they have a kid now. And he's great. You know, and it's, I don't know. I think that their love is like more realistic to like what you would see in real life. Like a lot of comic mm. books, it's like, yeah, a close second to me. If we're going to stick with comic books would be Wally West and Linda and Park. Ira, uh, Linda Park. Yes. Yeah. Iris West is Wally's yeah, aunt. Very, Wally, um, Linda. Yeah, yeah. 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 They are probably my favorite two fictional couples. Fair enough. One of the greatest so, comic scenes involving uh, Superman and Lois and their connection is there was a scene, I want to say it was like 2003, there was a comic that came out where he was in Kansas visiting his mom and she was in Africa. Yeah, (laughs) she was in Africa doing something for a a report and somebody pulled a gun on her. Her heart skipped one beat and then they pulled the trigger and he flew to Africa because he heard her heart skip the beat, focused his super hearing on her, heard the hammer fall on the gun, and he caught the bullet. Wow. Insane. Like, he knew she needed him and was there in an instant. And then, like, after she was safe, he didn't wow. even fight the guy. He just took the gun and flew back to Kansas. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no. Yeah. He was, he was like, I'm, I'm not here to stop what you're doing. I'm not going to change who you are as a reporter. I know you need to be here. I'm just going to protect you. Mm. And then he just left. It's and like, hey, hey, it's like you got this. Like, yeah. you didn't have that l- tiny little thing. Yeah. I got you. But you got you the rest of this. Me, but you got I'm the out. rest of it. And I've always loved Wow. That today's men never. Never. Mm. <laughs> I do my best, but never. Yeah. I'm not Superman, so yeah. I'm not Superman. Yeah, the whole not being faster than a speeding bullet—that's you know, that's <laughs> problematic. Factors, you know, yeah. A speeding bullet on the other side of the planet. It does create some problems. It does. I wish I were. Never be. Late. Do better. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> be late. Do better. Uh, I'll put in my uh, three pieces here. Uh, there's a movie that came out just last year called Past Lives. I think it's one of the better movies about romance and also a reflection on lost romance. I heard about mm. that one. It is fantastic, and it's heartbreaking, and you will need tissues. Um, it's one of those things to where you don't end up the way you think it should kind of thing, and it it's perfectly made that way. Like mm. It's one of those things that you just don't see very often, and it's made very well in the sense of um, it's a reflection on 
kind of like you've always had those thoughts of what if, you know, what would have happened with this person or that person and how could have things gone better or differently or worse and whatever. And it truly kind of paints one of a more truer depictions of what that looks like. And one of my favorite parts about it is it's in the silences. It's like there's always, you know, you've had those moments with people where it's just silence and you don't say anything, but there's like this vibe that you feel that you can't put words to, but you just feel it and you know it. And that movie does this brilliantly. And so that's one of my favorite ones because of that. Um, next up, How I Met Your Mother. Great show. I think it's still my favorite love show of all time uh, because it just depicts all of life and up until the last three minutes of the entire show, uh, it's the perfect show ever. Yeah. Yeah? I, I feel like they should have changed the ending, but it was a great show. Yeah. And then, last but not least, I did put a song there because, you know, I like songs. Uh, the Book of Love by Peter Gabriel, uh, uh, I think, is a fantastic still rendition of the song. It's it's just, man, my that heart every time. Me. Uh, uh, if you've seen uh, the season finale of Scrubs, you definitely draw a connection to it as well from that way. But uh, Peter Gabriel, his voice with that those lyrics is just it's just perfect. It's yep. just perfect. That's all I got. Lovely. Speaking Lovely. of songs, um, I'm going to say anything by Hozier. Ooh, like not real, the, not a song called anything by Hozier. Real, like anything Hozier's written. I feel like that man is inspired by a fey queen and she is slowly mm-hmm. draining his life at the cost of him being able to write those songs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's beautiful. A, there's a fey legend of Ireland called Leanne and Shay where basically her favorite prey is poets and bards and she boosts their creativity at the cost of their lives and they slowly die but they fall in love with this woman, they worship her, they write her songs and lyrics and poems and things like that until the day that they actually do die. Mm. I feel like he has definitely been taken by one of those. Mm. Feel that. It's pretty baller. Yeah. yeah. But it's working out. Love that out. for him. Yeah, yeah right? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a happy. I love way to that die. for me, actually. <laughs> love, love that for all of us, really. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we all finally found one that got a recording uh, record deal. <laughs> Mm. So, good stuff. Okay, well, uh, mine is the Notebook. I I love the Notebook. I mean, I'm sure everybody's familiar. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, awesome. Rachel McAdams. But oh yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, both of them. That movie made me fall in love with Ryan Gosling. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you guys. I don't see that movie as a love story. Really? Mm. It, it's really Notebook? creepy if you think about it. It's oh. kind of toxic, but yeah. you know what it is. it's very toxic. I mean, I think I knew you were going to go there. Well, when I think about it, I think about the end, and I think about like this yeah, guy. Yeah, no, I totally, totally feel you on the end. Tells the story over and over. That's going to be my life. To his <laughs> wife with Alzheimer's, just so she can remember for a good two minutes. Mm-hmm. What that they had. was the part that made me cry. That part. Nothing made else me in sob. the film. Just the old people. Honestly, that's the only part that I solely remember. They died in the same bed. Yeah, that too. That's going to be me. Yeah, okay. Janelle's going to die. I'm going to be like, oh, well. Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Guess me too. <laughs> Guess me too. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. I mean, all right, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Okay. <laughs> 
It's on a lighter note. Uh, it's Crazy Rich Asians. I love that movie. I love that's a great one. I haven't that's seen a great it. one. So love. So good. Oh my god! It's, it's, it. it's such an easy watch. It's, it's so, so easy. easy. I just haven't made it to it. Well, you Ed. should. <laughs> so good. Sorry. I was just talking about that with one of my coworkers the other day because apparently the book is more oriented on like the um, class difference mm-hmm. like the money and stuff because obviously it's about like rich people who are living in excess mm-hmm. and stuff like that but obviously the movie focuses more on like the romance because you know Movies. it's pretty good mm-hmm. pretty good yeah it's an and it's a film but i was like wow crazy crazy how they do that yeah, yeah. they had to make it more interesting they did make it juicy but I think they made it the juiciest the juice they could have made it. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. It's great. The wedding? Ah. <laughs> the oh wedding. my god, that wedding. Can we walk on water at our wedding? Yeah, there'll be water around. <laughs> there'll be water around. <laughs> In cups. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll pour some on the ground and you guys can just yeah. like step over it. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are, gonna, are you going to hold those leaf things that they held in the movie? Are you I'll find one. <laughs> no, if you I'll just like break it off like a tree. <laughs> and just start waving it. It's gonna be an oak leaf from Bannon. outside. <laughs> oh, Hope you're funny. not allergic. <laughs> Pollen just. <laughs> that's funny. This dress was white when I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are wrapping up this segment with the best and oh, so much worst dating relationship advice. Uh, guys, just throw it out there. What do we got? Um, um do I sound like that? I feel like we all got something. <laughs> I got something. I got something. Let's start with best. Best. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Harley, you want to go first or me? Or who? You go first. I only see our notes in the thing. Okay, you so this is the notes. best. I got a lot. This is the best word of advice that I've ever received. And I feel like I got this from my grandparents, but I genuinely don't remember where I heard it. But um, it's helped me a lot in in my um, relationship with Jordan, just because if we're being completely transparent, I, I had anger issues very bad when we first started like dating. And so it was always an issue when we had arguments. The arguments would turn to something way bigger than it really needed to be. And so the advice that I have is um, you're not my enemy. The problem is our enemy. Mm. Yep. I feel like that was my grandparents that told me that. But I know it's also a very common word of advice, but it's so true. Like now when me and Jordan have arguments and we're getting to that heated spot, we will literally look at each other and be like, you're not my enemy. And we will refocus the problem onto what is the enemy in this? Why are we like, what are we mad about? And then we fight the other enemy. Which that, is the problem. That's something Janelle and I have been doing for a really long time. Um, it's advice we got that she definitely took to heart before I did. Uh, <laughs> but it is something that we do pretty often. Like when we get into arguments, because every couple argues, doesn't matter how perfect we are. Absolutely. Um, whenever we get into arguments or debates or whatever you want to call them, like we both, we it gets a little heated sometimes. We got to like separate for a minute and then Usually before we go to sleep, we're like, all right, look, I understand this is where you're coming from. This is where I'm coming from. Those two don't line up. Obviously, that's why we're fighting. But what is the common goal here? Like, what do we both want out of this? Mm -hmm. And 
it works. Mm-hmm. It works every time. It's amazing. So that was my, uh, I think that's my favorite piece of advice that I have ever, ever received. And I mean, a lot of people try to give advice and sometimes it's not good. So, yeah. And then the other one that I had, this one's more of a like a me thing that I've just kind of learned over time. But it's um, make time to be alone without your partner and find things that you can enjoy on your own. You know, because your yeah. me time is still just as important as all the time that you're putting into your relationship. You know, make sure that you're not losing yourself in your relationship and you're finding time to keep things that are just, you know, for yourself that you mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. keep you going, you know, gotta be you. gotta be you. And that's all for me. So Yeah. I love snaps. Snaps. Thank, snaps. You. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. um, can I go next? Please. Yeah, sure. please. Go yeah. me, me, coach. Put me in, coach. The ladies are taking okay. over. Slay. Um, <laughs> I would say, didn't finish my sentence, and that's okay. Keep getting to know, um, like who you like with this person. Um, like make space for conversations of like feelings and change in feelings, change in thoughts etc because people can't read your mind mm. that part mm-hmm. That's good. if uh, like bask in this like whatever you may be going through ever tell your partner about it and it's a it's a completely different thing if your partner's like the root of the problem you know what i mean like they are the one causing you to feel this way i mean you should communicate regardless but i'm saying like if you're going through stuff and you're just like balling it all up your partner is probably the best person for you to confide in because they can just like they're like it's supposed to be your comfort like your safe base stuff like that Mm. so i I think that's really important tacking on to that in a way that i don't think most people would connect janelle and i used to be very lost in the sauce when it comes to like relationships just based on our evangelical upbringing i know some of y'all are still in that realm and that's fine one thing that we've come to realize is we used to be a hundred percent against divorce like never should that be an option but i think it does need to be an option because people change things can go south and at some point it may be better for you to be apart than be together and that's okay you should always want to work towards not getting a divorce like if you can find any other route but don't shut that route out because that's how people end up in marriages for 50 years that just grade them down it it grinds you to a a dust and you're just a shell of who you used to be it's okay to break up especially if you're not already married. Like, I am a huge proponent of breaking up. Anytime somebody's like, I'm having this problem and it seems too big, break up. You're not married. Find somebody else. Move on. But it needs to be an option. And I realize I'm saying that, like, as a happily married person who (laughs) has no intent on divorcing ever. But... (laughs) Hey, I will uh, will echo that. I I feel like it should be an option. Hey, I will echo that as a divorced person just because it's like, yeah, I was in that system where it's like, okay, divorce is not an option. And I was miserable for two years until multiple people, like unrelated to each other, 
started confronting me and being like, hey, yo, you need to get your shit together or you're going to die. Yeah. Like, it was it was bad. Like, no, like one of my friends, one of my oldest friends, we've been friends for 16 years. Um, like, I don't like being friends with you right now. She's like, you're just miserable all the time. Mm. And yeah, I know that that doesn't sound like it's that doesn't sound like positive relationship advice, but I will say like for an individual. Yeah. It's like good after, advice. yeah, after the split, you know, I got into therapy and, you know, I worked through a lot of my problems and I'm better off for it, but it took a lot for me to get there. And I wouldn't want anyone else to go through exactly the six years of hell that I did. See, for my parents, it was 30 years. And I didn't realize how bad it was until my dad left. And even then, it was a couple of years after that before I realized how bad it had gotten. And it was bad, guys. Like, I resented my dad for leaving for years. And then I realized what was actually going on. And now I'm like, well, I regret those years that I resented him. Like, I get it now. He should have left yeah. a long time ago. And granted, it's not all my mom's fault. It's not all my dad's fault. It's between the two of them. They were toxic together. They should have split, but they held on, and it got really bad before it got better. Yeah, some people just aren't supposed to be together, and that's okay. I mean, they made me, so that's I'm, okay. I'm pretty stoked about that. But yeah. Outside of that, like, that was pretty great. They could have made me and then split. Like, it, I, <laughs> As long as I'm here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of that you have that, that mindset. Yeah. Oh, it's not going to last long. Oh. Buddy, yeah, well, you got this. <laughs> um, You know, going off of that in some very minor way, um, it makes sense in my head. I don't know if it's going to make sense to all of you. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, a good piece of advice that I got was that, like, relationships are – it's they're not cool. Like – you're not going to show up every day and be like, all right, I'm going to do half. You're going to do half. I'm going to give half. You're going to give half. It's like some days somebody have it in them to give a yeah. lot. Yes. No. Some, and some days I'm it's at like 20% the, and Janelle can carry the 80. Some yeah. days she's at 30 and I can carry the 70. Some days it is 50, 50, but if you're expecting that all the time, there's going to be days where she's at, five and you're at 40 and that's just not enough yeah yeah like someday it's like some days you're not gonna hit that 100 percent, and it's like most days okay to deal with that to like sit in that like i mean think about like all you know not even talking about relationship responsibilities but like basic living responsibilities mm -hmm. it's like if i'm the person who has to do the dishes and i had the worst day at work and I come home and I don't got me. And if she doesn't have it in her, it's like those dishes can be tomorrow's problem. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe the day after tomorrow's problem, because isn't enough between the two of us to reach that. I think people need to be more okay with that rather than trying to put through and at least resent bitterness and just honesty behaviors, um, not slowing down. So that's Real. that's that's a big one for me is that 
yeah, it's like, no, it's not, it's not going to be equal. Mm-hmm. Also financially too. Like some people are really uncomfortable about that financially, but like in my current relationship, you know, I am more financially stable than partner, which is, which is fine. You know, I have less overhead. Um, I mean, I'm renting out my sister's basement right now. So my rent is dirt cheap and she's not, you know, so it's like, I can pick up the slack. Like I can pay for more when we go out on dates or we go out to eat or whatever. So, and I, and that's been a hard thing for us to navigate because she's like, well, it's like, I don't feel like I'm doing my fair share at times, but it's like, that's okay. Cause fair isn't always 50, 50. There. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Solid advice. I'll, I'll pick you back off of top both of those. And it's kind of like a twofer, but, um, Twofer. You don't always have to be the rescuer. Mm. And you don't always have to be the giver. And I think that means for some people who have the hero complex and people who like to give, it's so easy to want to rescue what is around you and want to make it better. And sometimes it's not always meant to be better. And so uh, it's learning to respect when things are being given from both sides. Um, just because a relationship is failing doesn't mean you have to give harder to make it better. It's supposed to be, not again, not equal, but it's supposed to be an even playing field, and there's supposed to be a giving and taking on both sides. And so, to me, it's a relationship is not about rescuing one another um, in the sense of you have to fix something in the relationship. You're there for one another. You're there to be there for one another as a comforter, but it's not your role to be the fixer. Yeah. That sounds like some really yeah. good advice. Like mm-hmm. a sage would have given you that kind of advice. <laughs> <laughs> sage. <laughs> uh, on the opposite side of that, um, I'll say that I think one of the proudest things I think I've uh, been privileged in having relationships is being the person who likes to pursue in the sense of having fun and like there is a fun in the chase and not in like a I must possess you but in the sense of I want to be a part of your adventure and like that to me is always exciting like I'm excited about adventures and what's to come around the corner unexpected adventures and so making your life an adventure I think should be a priority mm, I like that one that's good advice that's a quote that's really right there. nice Somebody put that on a poster. For real. With a little cat. Write that down. Write that down. All right. I love that. How one. about on that same train of thought? What's some of the worst advice? Because, <sighs> like, for me, some of the worst advice I've ever received, and I didn't realize it was bad until I was like a couple years into my marriage. Because, again, being lost in the sauce, that'll happen to you. You just take whatever advice you're given from. Anybody quote trusted people. Mm. Um, Some of the worst advice I got was, you know, don't change who you are for each other or don't try to fix this person. You know, you just accept them for who they are. Ooh, that can be dangerous. Mm. That is shitty advice. That's not (laughs) dangerous. That's shitty advice. Yeah. Because you're, you're in a relationship with somebody. That means that your lives are intertwined. Mm. If you're single and you're growing up, Nobody expects you to be the same person yeah. as you were five years ago. Right. Exactly. Or the same person you're going to be 
in another five years, why do they expect that in a relationship? That part. You two should be growing. And you should be growing individually as people, but also together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when like that whole personality plus thing came out when we were in high school. I'm sure it didn't come out then, but like when we kind of caught on to it and we found out like our personalities. Mm-hmm. And I know full on, oh, like a without a doubt, you're a sangue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phlegmatic. So I must be an asshole, asshole, choleric person. Like I remember that was my thing. I was like, all right, yeah, so I'm the choleric. Yes. <laughs> It's like I must take charge and I must be this asshole. Like, no, you don't have to be those things. You could just you can be change. a decent human being mm-hmm. and like grow up. And or in like, a relationship, you should change together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should be seeking change. Yeah. You know? Like, like see- change is good. How can I make myself a better person, not just for you, but for me? Right. And how can you do the same, not just for me, but for you? Mm-hmm. And hopefully, as we both change those changes bring us closer. Mm-hmm. If they don't, refer to my first piece of advice, divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I will say, for anybody listening to this, this is just advice from me, but if you are in an argument and somehow along the lines you come across the words, well, this is just who I am. <laughs> red flag. That is red the fattest flag. red flag. If red they're not flag. willing to improve or change themselves to not just better be better for you, but to be better for the relationship as a whole, it's not worth it. That is and how themselves. most of my arguments end with Janelle. Look, yeah. this is why I said what I said or who, what I did what I did, who I am. But moving forward, I will do better. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't depend on what sign you are. It doesn't matter what religion you follow, what God you you know listen to. Just just try not to be an asshole. Like try to have communication and be an adult and mm-hmm. like learn to be better. Like it's okay that it's, you're and it's okay if it's not natural to you. That's one thing. But like you can learn and grow and adapt. It's mm-hmm. real simple advice. It's the same advice you should get from reading the Bible, the Quran, the Torah, whatever. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's the whole That's the whole thing. That's it. That's another quote. I can summon the Bible or I can sum up the Bible in two sentences. <laughs> Love God. Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole Bible. Throw in some history. You got I, it. That's it. Some, uh, I had a barber who had a sticker or an, uh, a fridge in this place that said, don't be a dick, be a dude. And <laughs> that's always stuck with me. Oh, that's yeah. Good. I like that's it. it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Like, it seems so simple, but that's all it takes. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, a piece of advice I, I give a lot of young couples if and when they ask, or sometimes when they don't ask, is I tell them, always make her coffee. Mm, it doesn't, yeah. like, genuinely mean just every time she wants coffee, make coffee. Like, in the mornings, I make Janelle coffee a lot of times. I haven't done it a lot lately because our schedules have been changing, things have been shifting, it's been weird. But when I say always make her coffee, I do that knowing that I'm never going to drink that coffee. I don't drink coffee. I do it for her. It's a little thing that I do just to say, hey, thinking about you, I love you. Sometimes, like, she'll say, oh, my feet hurt. I'll rub her feet. Sometimes she's like, hey, can you pop my back? I'll pop her back. Sometimes she needs something on a top shelf, and, like, she can get a stool and get it herself, but why not let me reach it? I'm a little bit taller. I can get it for you, you know? Just little things for her that show, hey, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm going to do things for you. I'm going to do things with you. She does the same thing for me. She makes my meals. Like I said earlier, she, like, thinks about what I want to eat, makes my favorite things to eat. 
she takes care of those little things. And in that, we show each other, hey, not a dick, still love you. <laughs> still love you. <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good stuff. Oh. Good stuff. Um, speaking, of, speaking of bad advice, that's where we started. Um, one that's really funny to me and stands out to me is uh, not to, to dunk on the church people, but uh, when I was having relationship problems when I was married, I remember I got some advice. I was like, you know, it's like you just got to serve your wife. Like, <laughs> if you, if you, if you, what if your wife just came home and you had done all the dishes and you had done the laundry and you cleaned the bathroom? It's like, how do you think that would make her feel? And I'm like, yeah, that's. The answer is normal. suspicious. <laughs> You're supposed to do that anyways. <laughs> but no, that that's that was like my normal. Like I yeah. am very anal about how clean my ditches are. So I've always been the dish person in every relationship. It's like the dishes except for one. There's one. Hey. She was worse than so, me. But so uh yeah. Justin, if you're like looking to join a couple, if you want to be the dishes guy. Oh man. You, nah, you're more than welcome nah, at my I'm, house, bud. <laughs> nah, I I I think I'm good over here. But like it's like, oh, it's like just just serve your wife and it'll solve all your problems. It's like, no, like there are real problems. There's mental health issues. Like, nah, man. Yeah, don't don't let people tell you that all your problems can be solved by just Pray doing harder. Pray harder and do the dishes. Pray yeah. pray the the BPD away. Or uh <laughs> Look, you that's know, a just whole separate episode. I'll bring Maddie back on for that episode. Mm. Oh, yeah. Look, Christian therapy, yeah. what I call Christian therapy anyway, is, you know, you're not depressed. You're demon possessed. Go pray about it. Mm. You'll be fine. Man. That's not how that works. Oof. Yeah. But that, all that's that a say, separate episode. Yeah. 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 We, we should touch on that at some point. But all that to say, there's no like one, you know, one size fits all solution for for your relationship problems to be like oh hey yeah if we just you just do this thing for your partner and it'll solve all your problems and it'll all go away yeah that's called bearing the lead and uh <laughs> it's gonna pop later and you're gonna have some real serious issues with it I've seen it all the time um not to not to rag on the the Christian couples but like I knew a lot of Christian couples who got married super quick super young. Um, props to Jordan Tierra for not getting married in six months after, uh, yeah, it, like <laughs> they're all divorced, every single one of mm-hmm. them, except for one, which honestly, wow, shout out Matt Hoffman. If you're <laughs> listening to this, made it, uh, but like, <laughs> hold on, nope, stop. Are you saying Matt Hoffman, like the BMX professional or a friend of yours named Matt Hoffman? Or both. Or is a it friend both? of mine named Matt Hoffman. Oh. Who happens no, to be a friend of mine named Matt Hoffman. <laughs> Unfortunately not. We because made that if joke. you know that Matt Hoffman, <laughs> I'm going to need some signatures and a, a Huffy bike. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not that guy. Ah. But yeah, like, I mean, I, I think that's the thing you got to be cautious of is people who are like, have ulterior motives, like either like upholding like a belief system or just a cultural ideal to be like, Hey, this is what you got to do in your relationship and it'll do solve everything, do whatever. Nah, it ain't that. Mm -hmm. I think that's just also a reflection to, of just how much of this is cultural. Just Mm -hmm. like if you go back a hundred years, what deems as good dating or marriage advice is very much dictated on men being in power. 
Yeah. Uh, yep. Versus, Don't beat your wife too much. Yeah, exactly. No, like you <laughs> it, you laugh, but it's like seriously, like all right, guys, and five hits, it's a little little much. Three, all right, it's okay. You guys ever heard mm. that term, rule of thumb? Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, you know, it it comes from a law in Louisiana that if you were going to beat your wife, you were supposed to use a stick no wider than your thumb. Shit. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. But anyway, my point in saying all that dark stuff is, um, it, it's just it's it, to me <laughs> Did like you just pull out a drumstick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I had near me. Oh my god! It just reminds me of just how much of a lot of it's not just religious; it could be anything, but it, how much can be cultural. It just and so at the end of the day, it has to be about self-respect, about being human with one another, about treating each other as equals in that relationship, and mm-hmm. so as gooey and as much as we hear that in a marriage you know ceremony it's true is there has to be equality in it like Mm -hmm. literal physical emotional mental equality in it otherwise there will be a degradation somewhere in that marriage Mm. janelle and i used to tell kids all the time because they're always like oh we we love how you and janelle are always great together we love that situation we want to be just like you guys like look you can want that all you want that doesn't mean you have to marry your high school sweetheart. We are an mm. exception to the rule, and we know this. It does not always work. Please, break up with her. Break <laughs> up with him. It usually doesn't work. That relationship That's, that you guys yeah. are in is toxic, and you do not need to make it right. work. yeah. Like, we're an exception. I get that. But here's how we did it and why we did it. That's not a guidebook for you to follow through. That's so that you know you are nowhere close. Yeah. yeah. Please stop. And I hate that, like, a lot of, like... Oh, go ahead, Justine. (laughs) No, he he was just... Oh, he was responding to you. No, no, it was a joke. (laughs) I was going to say, I hate that, like, a lot of dating couples take married advice and try to apply it to their dating yeah. life. Ooh, it's yeah. very different. Like you're People, not married. They don't tell you that. No. Nobody yeah. tells you that when Nobody you're Nobody tells you that. Like, They're yeah. just trying to prep you for marriage and like hurry up and get yeah. you married. But that it's not the same thing at all. You know? Hot that's take. So that's all about capitalism. <laughs> oh, hello. The nuclear you know? family is all about supporting the people at the top. See? You're not going to have people that far up if you're in a community and they want to be that far up. So right. they break up the community. Right. Yeah. Mm. Dating is dating and marriage is marriage. Two separate things. They are two you separate date things. You get married for sure. Absolutely. But you're supposed to date to find things that you don't like and find things that you do like. Mm-hmm. And then when it inevitably does not work out, you carry those desires and icks to your next relationship. Mm-hmm. Like when people clown on people on tinder they're like well this is who i am this is what i want and they're like oh that's too specific blah 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 no they've just been through it enough they know what they want mm-hmm. exactly. if that's not you move along right. if it is you swipe right exactly yeah. move on that's that's all it takes like sometimes in dating like make it work it just kind of it's just a little triggering because like you, do, you don't have to always make it work you know you if don't. it's not working break up exactly go don't find waste your the time. next one yeah you're wasting time your soulmate somewhere. Not even necessarily, not, not even necessarily brought up. There are some things that you're always going to disagree on, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and they're not like make it or break it relationship issues. But my gosh, I, sorry, when <laughs> we we have very stark disagreements on just certain things, 
the biggest one for me is honestly the toilet paper. Like it goes over, it doesn't go under. Like I will <laughs> die on that hill. No. And when she's in my is. house, she flips it the wrong way, and I get upset about it. It's fine, but it's not fine. Whitney, stop it. Uh, she said stop it. But yeah, no. I mean, there's always going to be things that you're going to like, not necessarily on the same page, and it's a matter of figuring out like, can you live with that or can you not? Yeah, that's a good point. But it's also like a matter like. Toilet paper in real time. Moral. I'm watching Jordan and Tierra have that conversation. There's still time for me to back out of this. <laughs> there is. It's you not a big yourself. deal to me, but now that I know he's an over guy, I'm going to do over. But Honestly, I no, definitely no, no, was no. an hey, undergirl. That's awesome. that's awesome because genuinely for Janelle, it doesn't matter to her. It doesn't. But to me, it really matters. It matters. So she became an over person. Uh, yeah. Like, I'll be an over exactly. person. If somebody Unless does it in my house, I like. done something <sighs> to upset her, then she'll put it under. Just like as a little, because it doesn't matter. Like it's not a divorce thing for me. Yeah. But like she knows it bothers me. So if I've made her mad, she'll do that to make me mad. But Mm. it's little things like that. That's hilariously. Second Legion is really good angry sex though. Oh my god. I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast. (laughs) No. (laughs) I know Janelle would not want that. That's a different episode. The after dark episode. There's no episode. No, it's not an episode. It could be. That's going to be one of those like, <laughs> Patreon episodes. That's what we yeah. should do. Like a Patreon episode where like only if you support our podcast financially will you get access to this episode. Always more. XXX. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it's not that far. Maybe I will always, not be participating oh, in that. Always more X. Uh-uh. Always Just more one. X. Just one. Charlie's out. <laughs> well, uh, anyone got anything else before we uh, close up this thing? I feel like Harley's been suspiciously quiet. Yeah, Harley. Yeah, y'all been talking. I'm not going to interrupt you. Um, I was going to say worst dating advice would be you have to find somebody with the same interests as you, which is just not possible. No. (laughs) Um, Like, of course, you'll have some things in common. Sure, like that's, you know, a great foundation. But like, it's okay to have your own thoughts and opinions and explore that outside of your person. But like, uh, yeah, you what, don't have to have all of the same interests. What I would say is complementary interests are great, but still not required. Mm. Like Janelle mm, loves yeah. to cook. I love to eat. Boom. There you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Go. That works great. Yeah. It does that's work pretty, great. Works great good. over here too. Yeah. That's me and Jordan. Man. man yeah. Man. Me man, and man. my partner do not share food overlap at all she's a vegetarian um, and she doesn't she's not really a meal person as much as like a girl dinner yeah exactly and when it's a dinner it's like a giant ass salad i'm like that's good for you but it's not for me and you know that's okay like (laughs) i like i like the idea of cooking for for my partner and i understand that it's going to be few and far between and that's what you could do okay. is just make her a big salad and make yourself some grilled chicken to throw on top. Mm. There you go. Call mm. it a day. Compromise. Real. Yeah. Yep. That That is an option. That is an option. Trying to yeah. figure out how to Adding do meals. To his playbook. It's, it's complicated. Hunter is more of the, the cooking one in our relationship, and he is a big, like, meat guy so like he loves steaks he loves like ribs he loves all of the things Same. i'm not that girly just yes. not i could no, care less either, but know. like bring me the he meat. can make he can make that for himself like he can buy a singular steak 
I'll have maybe a bite of it and he'll, he'll just vibe, but I probably won't because, but like <laughs> less money he has to spend. He can cook it how he wants. Call it a day. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. Mm. Fair. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, wait, one last thing before we, before we pop off. I know we're probably getting short in time. Um, don't look at your friend's relationship and be like, oh no, my relationship is different. Oh yeah. 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 Nah. Comparison. It's everyone's yeah. everyone's different. No, people- Some of us are really weird and you don't want our relationship because it's yes. not gonna work mm. in, in yeah. real life for you. It yeah. only works because we're both weirdos. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. I, I like agree that. entirely. Like, you put two wildly neurodivergent people together and you're gonna get some weird some weird shit. Weird- no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> for serious for serious examples of that like janelle and i are both autistic we both are on the spectrum one of us more than the other um (laughs) so we're both autistic it you can't look at our relationship and say oh well i'm not doing what they're doing so i'm a failure or i'm doing better than they're doing so you know whatever it's nowhere near what you need as an individual person like mm-hmm. my success in my relationship has nothing to do with your success or failure in your relationship. Mm-hmm. It's a different playing field. It's a different understanding of what success is. It's a different spectrum. It's, it's a different game. Yeah. Like we're over here playing <laughs> fucking shoots and ladders. Like, <laughs> you were talking about chess versus checkers. I'm on the on the sorry board, man. I'm playing Monopoly. <laughs> like, man is playing Handyland right now. Game. Yeah, we're not even in the same league, bro. It's different. I'm playing Flappy Bird over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to work together on the 1992 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game for the NES, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, hey, no, that game's too hard. Yeah, that's that's a relationship ender. Don't do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh well, 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 good advice, everyone. Good advice. Good, Great. good, good, uh, good All advice. Around. That was good, solid. Bad advice. Solid stuff, everyone. Good, yeah. good work. I like this talk. Yeah, not, yeah, not that bad. Really Look good. at us. We just flowed. <laughs> Look at us. Agreed. Well, guys, uh, that is not the end of this episode. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we got some fan questions that you guys provided for us. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, here we go. Unless you're going to do it tenderly. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Is that B-roll enough for you or what? <laughs> you're always B-roll enough for me. I'm just trying to give you that D-roll. What's up? Ooh, okay. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, what a what a main segment, guys! Great advice, good stories. I like talking about that kind also of stuff. Also, some bad advice. Oh, yes, yes. very true. Bad <laughs> advice, good advice, horrible advice, and all everywhere in between. Everywhere in between, uh, guys. We are not done with this episode. We got some. Uh, we got some stuff that I'm really excited to talk about, and that's things that come from you, and that is our fan questions. 
we uh, we uh, we ventured out. We asked you guys some uh, to send us some questions, and you guys did not let us down. Uh, but as a, f- a very quick reminder, you can reach us several ways. You can ask us on any of our social media websites. That's at uh, Always More uh, Pod. It's on TikTok. It's on Instagram. That's I think we're on Facebook. Uh, and you can also just put in our comments. You can DM us. But you can also reach us on our Always More Hotline. That's where you get to leave a voicemail question at two five four two one eight four zero four two. Chris, where's that again? Two five four two one eight four zero. Or two. But first, we have a question from Elizabeth from my work. She asked... Hold on. You're saying you can even ask us questions in person? That's right, my buddy. That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like we are so accessible. That's right. That's the only way we know how. Yeah, don't ask me questions in person. <laughs> I won't write it down. He will not write it down. Uh, Elizabeth from my work, uh, she asked, who's better, Remy from Ratatouille or Stuart Little. <gasps> when it comes to being like higher class, Stuart Little a thousand percent. If it's a street fight, Ratatouille, Remy. Oh, Ratatouille is getting his ass kicked. Remy, for real. Give me Remy, Remy. Would rock Stuart Little yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aside from the fact that he's a rat versus a mouse, like he's got a whole ass human he can control. Yeah. Uh, he's stomping on that. Yeah. He's stomping on Stuart. It's Kicking. gone. He's kicking across him across the, the Thames. Yeah. Who's, bye a better, bye. who's a better character, though? Remy. Remy. Remy, yeah. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we here. Legit. <laughs> come up right there. Easy. Are we all in accordance, uh, Remy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. thousand percent. I don't right. even remember what Stuart Little did. Like, okay. Also, however, I, will, I would like to point out, before the movie, there was never any strictly stated story that made him a mouse. Stuart? What do you mean? In the books, he was never said to be a mouse. Oh, it was just changed for the movie? He was described as small and mouse-like, but they never explicitly said he was a mouse. Oh. He was just gross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm still going to give it to to Remy because he can control an adult human. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter. Remy can climb on top of somebody's head and just, like, Hunt Stuart Little. <laughs> have you guys seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Please tell me you have. Yes. yes. Not I, yet. Because <gasps> what? Justin. Justin, you're actually hey, fired. Hey. You're done. Piracy 2024 is all I got to say about why I haven't watched that yet. I'm sending you my server information as soon as this is over. <laughs> Justin, this needs to be priority number one, my friend. Oh, my God. It's breaking my mind. I'm going to stream it, and then my streaming services betrayed me. Oh. F movies. Well, I'm not going to say it now because it's too funny, and I don't want to spoil it for you. That's funny because it sounds like you're saying F movies, like, yo, F these movies. Yeah, but, but what you're really saying It's literally F movies. F movies has everything. Go get it. It's just a website. Go do it. Oh, yeah. Go see it. <laughs> Moving along, our friend Shane asked, what is your favorite dessert? Tiramisu, guys. <gasps> Strawberry cheesecake. Tres leches. Oh, I think I'm Jordan, have to did you ever have that. my cheesecake? Yes. It's in was my top five. I'm sorry. It's you definitely made my top cheesecake five. and I didn't get any? We haven't had any yet? What is Fake. this treachery? My friend, Angel, shout out to Angel if you're watching this episode. She makes a bomb guava cheesecake. Guava. Guava. Angel, you are my friend now, too. It's fire. <laughs> I like Angel, cheesecake. if you want to make me that for my birthday coming up, you should, girl. Just saying. Cheesecake. Just such as for me. 
I I will say my favorite dessert is a chai spice Russian imperial stout. Ooh. Is that a beer? Yes. But is it also dessert? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> what the freak, sounds, sounds like a win to me. I would like to say that mine is actually ice cream. That's I true. love ice cream. Nothing All flavors. That. Nothing wrong with ice cream ever. It's too cold. No, it's never too cold. You and my son. They don't like ice cream. Oh. Well, yeah. Harley, what you got? Um, I'm a pie girly. Ooh. I love pie. Ah. Ew. Pie and cheesecake. What kind of yep. pie? Yes. I have so many. I like. So many desserts that I can't, uh, I can't like. Pie. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably like pecan. Oh, oh yes. Chess pie. Have you ever no. had chess pie? No. Okay, look that up, and you're going to thank me later. Okay. Hunter's mom's a really good Sopapilla um, cheesecake. Oh, my God. That's yes. pretty baller. Sopapilla cheesecake? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm That's pretty it. delish. Delish. I'm always down for a Hispanic dessert. <laughs> yes. 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 Like, it flows in my blood. I'm not even a dessert guy, but, like, all of my favorite desserts are Hispanic desserts. Mm. Maddie asked uh and to change things on a more serious note we should put this in the middle but it's a good question how can we advocate for change in an oligarchy disguised as a democracy revolution let's all riot yeah a hundred percent let's riot yeah um on a more practical note than uh chris's uh i love your extremism i'm, I'm here for it i just don't want to die with you um, <laughs> you don't have to die just riot chris we're black. We're 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 first. We're the first. Some ones of you done. may die. Say <laughs> so we're not gonna. Never mind. <laughs> um, but I think on a more practical level, you know, I hate to say, get out there and vote. Yeah, but yeah, get out there and vote. We gotta vote people in who aren't ninety-seven years old. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm tired of people who lived through the Great Depression trying to decide the laws for us. Let's decide laws about TikTok. You don't even know. The TikTok connector, the bro. Wi-Fi. Oh Come on, God. bro. Did you see that? that nah, uh, bro. The court case to... where they're like, have you ever been part of the Chinese Communist Party? I'm Singaporean. <laughs> have you ever been in the Chinese Army? I'm Singaporean. Are you a Chinese citizen? I'm Singaporean. Your wife is American. Yes. <laughs> so are you Chinese American? I'm Singaporean. <laughs> like, that meant, like... I know for a fact him and his wife had that conversation that morning <laughs> and she was like, Hey, they're going to accuse you of being a Chinese communist. And he was like, no, they've got to be smarter than that. No, it's because if first you time watch being before face, Congress, like as they ask him that question, you see the light just like over his eyes and he just starts laughing <laughs> because they had that conversation the morning before. And he was like, she was right. She's never going to let me live this down. She was 100% right. I gave them more credit than they deserve. <laughs> they deserve zero credit. Yeah. But yeah, but for real though, vote out all of these old people. We've, we're starting to see waves of younger millennials and Gen Z, you know, people being voted in the office. And I'd, I'd even be fine with Gen X. <laughs> Honestly. like I mean, they'll be 40 years younger at this point. Yes. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, and that's wild. wild. That that's is, wild. It's so crazy to think about. We it, need term limits. Don't get me started on a political rant, but man, if you've been in Congress since 1976, yeah, 
Amen. You are not in touch with the people you represent. I don't care how much you campaign, how many babies you kiss, how many hands you shake. You do not understand your constituents. You sit simply, down you physically and make a budget cannot. with me. Like I won't be with, sit down and make a budget with me. Let me show you how much money I make, which is more than a good deal of my friends, but also still not enough. Um, and understand why people are the way they are. It's like, oh yeah, people just don't Yo, want to work. What is that that lady's name? The senator that brings a whiteboard to Congress just oh, to embarrass yeah. bankers, Katie something. I love her. Yeah. Where she's like, okay, you're the CEO of Chase Bank, so you're pretty good with math, right? And like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was I, great. I would think so. She's like, okay, so you pay this mom this budget. She's a single mom. It's just her and her daughter. They live in a one-bedroom apartment. She sleeps in the living room. Her daughter sleeps in the bedroom. They have an old car that she's not paying a note on, but she's got to pay car insurance. She pays $50 for the phone bill. She pays this amount for rent, which is the median amount of rent in the areas where you're hiring. She's working with a deficit of $250 before I even include food or any other clothes shopping or gas or any of that. How do you expect her to live? And he's like, well, I'd have to look at the numbers. No, no, no. You don't have to look at the numbers. I gave you the numbers. How do you expect her to live? Well, I'd have to think about that. Are you expecting her to take a loan out? Well, I'd have to think about that. Shut up. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. Like it, it's mind boggling, which is why I say riot. I think one of the, the harder things about it too is because you obviously don't want to partake in a lot of these things, but it's incredibly difficult because so much is owned by such a small percentage of companies. Um, there's like images online where it shows like they'll take a picture down a grocery aisle and you think all these different like brands or whatever are owned by different companies, but like there's a good portion of them that are owned by like maybe one or two separate six, companies. Six companies own 90%. Mm -hmm. of products in the stores it's, it's wild crazy. it's incredibly Six. wild like you think about like pepsi for example pepsico owns like kfc and they own taco bell and they own i'm at the taco lays bell. i'm and at they, the pizza hut i'm at the combination <laughs> taco bell and pizza hut but it's just like you don't think about those things and so it's it's very hard you have to be self not self-conscious about it but you at least have to have a understanding that yeah, you have to go out there and vote. You have to help participate in change. But there are ways that you can look at things like obviously there are things happening in the world that you don't want to advocate for. So you want to not partake in those things. And it's hard sometimes, but like that's kind of what it's going to have to take. Here's the thing, though. Voting at this point in capitalism is not enough. We need petitions. We need sit-ins. We need riots. We need physical change like in the 60s. Yeah. You can vote in whoever you want. People voted in Abraham Lincoln. He freed the slaves. But specifically, in a speech, he said, I fully believe that there should be a superior race, and I'm in favor of it being white people. Yeah. If I didn't have to free the slaves, I wouldn't. Abraham Lincoln said that. Yeah, yeah. Putting these people in power that you think are doing better is not going to do better. Mm. We, need bad. we need riots. We need protests yeah, we Justin. need sit-ins we need petitions we need to fight we oh. need to protest these big companies that are supporting genocide we yeah. need to boycott companies like that there's a lot of things we got to do that we're not doing as a society and very clearly i'm showing myself to be at least the one in six here that's like not <laughs> kidding yeah i'm ready to burn the system down
I participate in the system because I have to. Um, I'm ready I, to burn it down. Here's 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 the thing for me. I would be okay with burning it down if there was a plan for after it. And I think that that's where the struggle is. It's like we burn it down and then we replace it with the same thing under a different name. No, I think that's where there are plenty of plans for after we just need to agree on one. That's the thing. Getting a society as large as ours to agree is a problem. Uh, thank you, Maddie, for that deep, uh, insightful question. Uh, it's a good one. Maddie, come hang out with me. I'll talk to you about it all day long. All right, guys. And to, uh, close up on our final segment for the night, it is things I learned from the internet. I forgot the sound to include it, so but I'm sure I'll find it somewhere. Things. Oh, wait. Hold I on. Learned oh, find it. the internet. Oh, here it is. I did find it. Here we go. Things <laughs> I learned <laughs> from the internet. You know just like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I kind of heard it. I heard something. I heard words. Wow. Harley, you're up first. Yay. Okay. So, nutmeg is a hallucinogen and how much do i need (laughs) um apparently (laughs) it's just i don't know it didn't tell me it just said large doses but um the spice contains meristicin seems correct um a natural compound that has mind-altering effects if ingested in large doses wow so like which is pretty baller one spoonful or like I imagine it's fools. like, I don't know. It's got to be pretty like Harley, we gotta know maybe half, <laughs> half a thing of like nutmeg powder. It'd be kind of crazy. How much nutmeg do I need to hallucinate? <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see my cats like in this corner here. Messing I cannot, with my blanket. I'm upset that I cannot see your cat though. They are messing with the blanket. Well, hold him up to the camera. He's on the outside of the blanket. You show me that cat right now. I threw something at him to make him run. So it's too bad. Well, it's a good fact, Harley. Thank you. You're welcome. Jordan, what you got for us, man? Tear just gave Two me this one. Yeah, I just found this out the other day, so I'm giving two it to teaspoons? Jordan. Two teaspoons? Two teaspoons. That's not that much. For what? Um, it's not. Ten grams, approximately two teaspoons of nutmeg is enough to cause symptoms. You can put Crazy. that in a smoothie. You can put Damn. that on a spoon. <laughs> Get a tablespoon. It's literally two thirds of a tablespoon. Wow. What? Let's go to party, guys. I got some nutmeg we in the drawer. Oh to Lord. Tonight. Um, <laughs> you about to get lit? <laughs> <laughs> get lit off this too. Um, consumption of poppy seeds. Uh, poppy seed products could uh, cause positive codeine. I feel like we're in the same vein right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it can. Make you fail a drug test. Yeah, 100%. Yes. It takes 48 hours I'm after consumption. Well this was found out away. very recently, by the way. Yeah. And I've had friends that took drug tests that were able to get the results thrown out long enough to be retested uh-huh. by saying, oh, I had a poppy seed bagel. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. it was found out recently, and the testers, like, it just didn't get to all the testers. They're like, oh, okay, well, that would cause you to pop positive, so let's test you again in two weeks when it clears out your system. Don't have any more bagels. And they're like, yeah, I won't have any more bagels. And they yeah. also don't do any other drugs for two weeks. Yeah. They get the job. Wow. wow. I can name of, people that have done this. <laughs> yeah. That's One crazy. of my older coworkers at the library, she's just like the sweet little old lady. She works in cataloging. She, uh, so cute. She told me one day, this is I learned that from her. 
because she was like, yeah, when I go to the store and I just really love poppy seed, like, like, I think it was either muffins or bagels, but I want to say it was bagels. She was like, I really love them. But like, I feel like people are staring at me when I buy them. And I'm like, Martha. 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 (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just thought about Batman v Superman. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? (laughs) Your mom's name is Martha. My mom's name is Martha. (laughs) Fun fact for all you listeners. My mom's name actually is Martha. Wow. Wow. So, I'm Martha, Martha, Martha. Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> 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 Where's that from? It's from Batman vs. Superman. No, it's, it's, it's from the Brady Bunch. Yes. From oh, the Naked Night commercials. Yes. But it's Marsha, not Martha. That's right. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That was my Martha, own Martha. version of that. Jan was really bitter of her sister, Marsha. And she was always mad that people were always talking about Marsha. So yes, Marsha. One day Marcia. she just had enough and she did something mean and they were talking to her about it. And she was like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Everyone's yes. always talking they about Marsha. Because she's the oldest sister and the hottest. Mm. And just not, I don't know, theoretically she's the hottest. The other two were children, so like it's not a thing. Mm. Marsha is the oldest and... Yeah, 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 it does right. matter. Never mind. <laughs> Tim, side eye. I watched <laughs> Nick at Night, all right? I used to watch the crap out of some Nick at Night. Uh, Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island, Zorro. Oh my gosh. Zorro. I just want to see how all right, far. All right, old man. I want to see how far down the rabbit hole Chris can go if we George, don't interrupt. You see how far, no, here we go. This is exactly how far. Just sit right back in her here, a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started on this tropic board aboard a tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor and the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. The entire game of the theme song. The weather started getting rough. <laughs> All right, we are done here. Take his mic. Take his <laughs> The ship hit ground on the shore. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Did you just mute me? <laughs> <laughs> you unmute me right now. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> hey, your headphones. Unmute me right now, you son of a bitch. It was at that moment. <laughs> All right. On that note, we are ending this episode because I think that's uh, that's a signal that we've gone on for too long. True. Yeah. Ooh, delirious. Let's see how much editing I have to do tomorrow. <laughs> a lot. Oh, help them. All of it. Mm. Uh, guys, uh, this is a time for our final thoughts. Any final thoughts for this episode? Anything in particular that you want to share or r- rant about? Or With y- Gilligan, <laughs> the skipper to the millionaire. Oh. All right, now um, Chris is muted. I was um, going to... Oh. <laughs> Nope. Jay, T, go for it. Go ahead, Tay. My final thought is just a question to our audience. If they like having us all together, mm. or do ah. they like it the old way, where we're separate? And you don't have to talk about Harley. We know Harley has to be included. Yes, okay, Harley guys? is. We'll we always know, be included. We know, we know, we uh, know. I'm actually leaving. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry for everyone. <laughs> and that marks the end of season four. <laughs> and with that, folks... <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, what's the rest of it? What is the rest of that? That closes the 2020, whatever. Oh, that's right. Year season, yeah. The 2023 season. <laughs> Do you guys remember Crazy. when Harley was part of the podcast? Pepperidge Farm remembers. 
You know, I get that quote wrong a lot. I always say State Farm. (laughs) (laughs) And Hunter's like, it's not like it better that way. No, I like that. Jake from State State Farm Farm remembers. (laughs) They remember everything you ever did. They're like, oh, you did something wrong. We're going to drop you now. True. True, true, true. It's like, oh, you had an accident back in 2004? It's like, no, I was in an accident. I was like 12. (laughs) Doesn't matter. High risk. High risk victim. Any serious thoughts uh, to close out the show, guys? Uh... Um, I would just like to say that love is love. Hey. Mm. Not not all of our advice was gender specific. Actually, I would say none of it was gender specific. Love is love. Amen. Yeah, no, I... I agree with that sentiment. Um, gender is a construct. Anyway, who cares? Um, yeah, mm. seriously. But like, you know, it's not like my advice was like, oh, only for heterosexual couples. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. do what you want. Just for the heteros. Whatever, whatever <laughs> bits you got. Honestly, I, I don't know. If I you're hetero, care. listen to the bad advice. Try it. <laughs> See if it works for you. <laughs> Good luck, Charlie. Um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed having us all together. It is a little bit chaotic, um, but very mm-hmm. chaotic. I feel like the episode went really long. Chaos is good. Yeah, we'll see how this is gonna. <laughs> that's be but that's what Tim day. is editing skills are for. Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this, Justin. Tim doesn't edit for time. Yeah, he do. What are you talking about? He just cuts things that aren't what we're talking about, and things that I say. <laughs> well. That's usually a part of it. <laughs> That's crazy. <Sick>. <laughs> uh, Harley, you got anything else you want to say? Um, it was a really fun episode. It was really good. Um, I liked being able to have so many varying points of views. It's kind of like our whole point of this podcast is to have input on various things from various walks of life. Yeah, I and agree. that is pretty baller. Mm, Nobody baller. says that anymore, but I'm bringing it back. Wow, I dig. Some like, of us say. old people still say us older millennials, <laughs> our old heads. Yeah. That's what we call them. Mid, oh, medium, the... medium millennials. Medium. I don't know where I am. I'm not Medi- a young millennial. Yeah, you're an elder millennial. Medium. No, he's not. He's, Boomer. You're, 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 nah. you're, you're mid. I'm, you're mid. I'm a, I'm a mid. mid. I turned 35 this year. Yeah, That's right. crazy. You're we're a younger millennials. Millennial. So yes. Don't like that. No. Nope. Millennial. Uh, speaking of any any uh, any final thoughts from our Gen Zers over here? No, Today I'm just great. happy to get married in three months. That's about it. Still waiting on my Slay. invite. The, way, the invites haven't mailed in. That's yeah. why I said I'm still waiting. Oh, okay. Well, keep on waiting. It's keep coming. on waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 the long I, I can wait, take off work. Expensive your gift gets. Oh my God. <laughs> Anybody got a piece of paper? Matter of fact, this is your invite <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Yes. Matter of fact, let me just text you the information. Text <laughs> Chris is going to get his in a digital version. <laughs> hey, bro, you coming? <laughs> just yeah. Send me the ones you guys <laughs> ordered. Scan just this like a scan I know you guys screenshot. have napkins in here. <laughs> <laughs> let me write on this lollipop wrapper right here. For real, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll final, I'll <laughs> say my final thing here. Uh, I think love is cool, and I think you should love who you want to love, and don't let anyone say otherwise. Uh, and we'll I think we should leave it at that. Amen. Yeah. All right. I mean, unless it's toxic, and then you need to get out of that yeah, shit. Yeah, then get, get out. out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. Abort mission. <laughs> if you, if you happen to be we a were black all man, like, and oh, a yeah, white woman good. is trying to steal your body, <laughs> get, get out. Stop it. Get out. <laughs> 
That's funny. Or if you're dating an abusive Ooh. Yeah, get out of that person shit. who may or may not have yeah. been a police officer and doesn't take care of your pets. I'm not talking about anybody specific at all. Wow. Put know. a finger down. It sounded <laughs> <specific>. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Uh, we love you, Jess. On yes. that note, thank you all again for listening to our podcast. And then be sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a five star rating on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Always More Pod. Chris, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram as Captain underscore CT Ford, and TikTok is Christopher dot Lionheart. Harley, what about you? I'm on Instagram at what Harley W U T Harley and the clock app at harleybean.co. T. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Tierra with one R dot N I Q E L L E. Jordan. You can find me everywhere at Jordan CRTV. And Justin. You can find me just about everywhere at uh, Justin is Theory. Um, you know. Including Xbox. Come play Halo. <laughs> hey. That's cool. Just starting that out wow. there. Wow. Uh, why do you own an Xbox? Oh, no. I know I why. Know. I know why. Never mind. He has both. Uh, and then you can find me on everything as well at Timothy Lutti. It's L-A-U-C-H-Y. Guys, thank you all again for listening and for being a part of the conversation. And remember, there is always more than this. Bye, everyone. Love you all. Bye. Bye. This is the Always More Podcast. This is the Always More Podcast. This is the Always More Podcast. (laughs) This is the Always More Podcast, (gasps) No. (laughs) No.